0: Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed last... Hey, what's up, guys? Hope you enjoyed last week's episode uh, with Rachel Alger. She, uh... <laughs> oh my God. All right, let's try this again. I Dude, I hate these intros. It's like I overthink them, and I'm a terrible person. You know, if if I'm just sad, I should just make an intro because I just start laughing. You know, it's just, it's, I just, it's something about reality. Just all of a sudden, it just turns into comedy to me. It's like the world is a stage and it's, and it's a comedy and it's, uh, I don't know if I'm the joke or the punchline or I don't know. I don't, I don't even know where to look. God, I suck at this. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Rachel Alger She's such a cool person. Uh, (laughs) Guys, hope you enjoyed last week's episode with Rachel Alger. Uh, We did a follow-up last week on her Instagram. She's such a cool person, man. She seems to really uh, bring a lot out of me. We really connect as people, and I'm looking forward to just interacting with her her more. And uh, I got the audio to our to our conversation last week, and I thought I'd post it for you guys for this episode. And so, uh, without any further ado, enjoy, man. Her name is Raquel Alger. I guess I shouldn't do these three o'clock in the morning. Enjoy the stinking podcast. Yo, hello. Yes. How's it going, man? We are doing this.
1: Yes, we are. I'm so glad this
0: is working. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. man. I'm a, I'm a I'm a late blooming millennial, so it's like technology. I'm like half of my brain can do it; the other half is like, you know, is like totally lost. So thank you for guiding me into the promised land of actually, uh, yeah, do, doing a, doing. A, I've tried doing reels before, but yeah. like no one watched, and so uh, yeah, so, so it was like like Facebook. I do a lot of Facebook Live stuff and it gets it gets a good response and yeah. it just seems like I haven't gained steam. So hopefully this is the first uh, foray into things to come, man. So thank you for having me, man. Like uh you know, dude, it's Thanks for being here. Yeah, dude. No, seriously, I was going over our our episode that we did months back and you know, man, like we talked yesterday about procrastination and everything and it was like one I was embarrassed because I talked like the whole time. And so like I've been like, oh God, you know, it's one of those, and then it's, I've been trying to do less editing, by the way, too. I've learned that like, okay, Josh, you have to just let things go, let things be, and it's okay, you know, and so now that I've got some momentum with doing podcasting, I've made a commitment to myself to just like, one, I need to let my guests talk more, and I'm just not going to edit. I'm just going to push play and live with the consequences, you know, and Unless I say something that's really, like, bad, which I I haven't done that yet. So, uh, you know, I, I tend to have a good filter. I tend to be mindful of things. So, anyway, man, the thank you for having me. This is awesome. I'm hoping to get our podcast episode up either tomorrow or next week. It's kind of a weird week with Thanksgiving, so... But thank you for having me, man. You you are a a sweet soul, and man, uh, yeah, man, I'm excited to just chat with you, man, and and be here with uh with your peeps. So yeah, man, yeah. yeah. Well,
1: I think I can tag you in this or something. I
0: think so. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely.
1: Like with uh, you said you were talking too much on your podcast. I think it's just you're really cool person to have a discussion
0: with. Oh, cool, man. Well, yes, well,
1: like having a discussion
0: with you yeah well okay. thank you so much man like it's it's weird like my i've learned that my uh my ocd stems from this is just my theory i thought i think with our own issues we all come into this world like in, in a unique way and it's almost like um we have to come to terms with how we're wired and i think if you have certain expectations placed on you they by society or even by family that meet that, that, that they, they mean well um you know like if you if, if you're if we're not taught how to process your own physiology your own emotions and your own outlook on things you tend to you know we'll, we'll, we'll push them down so for me i can't i think i came into this world sort of just very sensitive and as, as a as a as a as a guy you don't want to be that way you want to be masculine you want to be You know you want to be able to so it's taken me a while to like embrace that and learn that i think our problems are our superpowers it's how we get to where we want to go we got to wire ourselves it may not be the the path you want to take but it's the only path that you have because you have to confront all these inner issues and it's like now i've I've found myself probably in the last five ten years become much more masculine as a person but maintaining all the sensitivity of being of, you know, of my more feminine side, you know, there's the whole, you know, concept of having the, the anima and the animus, you know, within us. And so there's a, I think a balanced person has sort of that, that balance man of, of, of both. And I think for me as a, just, for, for just being a, a, you know, a guy uh, you know, I always felt like a sense of weakness, you know, and I rather realize that, um, you know where you where we have weakness in our lives is where we're we're going to become strong if we are able able to exercise ourselves in that weakness. You know, and so, yeah. um, and so yeah, man, that's kind of like, and I like to have that perspective. You know, so as we get in, into things and stuff, I like to even though we talk about OCD, anyone dealing with anything, I think this is the path forward. You have to you know iron out your yourself through your problems you don't go around them you got to go through them you know man and our society doesn't teach us enough how to do that so that's why i think we're both on our missions to help people out as we're dealing with our own stuff you know we, we haven't arrived but we think i think we have we both have a unique uh um you know outlook in a way that we know that works for us and has been working for us and uh we all have a little insight into into the into just this human experience, and I think it's it's through these issues that are, at first they're 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 a curse, but ultimately they can become a blessing if we know and know how to respond to them correctly, you know. And so, um, and here I am talking again too much. So.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. This is this is this is why we're having a
0: discussion. Um, yeah. I always love it. You brought you
1: brought up a good point with, uh, you know, the sensitivity mm-hmm. and what it means to be masculine because what is expected from society yeah and it puts a lot of pressure on people and also when you're talking uh how what what was something that like triggered you know something that had triggered you and when uh or like sometimes like we just have to like sweep things other the rug and oppress, yeah you know and oppress our feelings yeah because like Especially men like being taught to be masculine as well. Yeah. But, and then, but when something traumatic happens. That's where really like the OCD or any depression like literally just yes comes in like a tidal wave. Yeah. And that's where. I mean, that's what happened to me when a traumatic experience happened. That's where mine was like, mm-hmm. here it is. You know. Yeah. Is able to be picked up like right away.
0: Absolutely. Well, you know, and they don't teach it like we're not taught these things in our conventional education. There's not trauma 101. (laughs) You know, there isn't, uh, you know, and the thing is, is that too often, like the big thing that I'm really uh, I've been kind of studying for a while is the effects of mass mindedness in how we are so we're so thirsty for acceptance and feeling normal that we can allow the oppression of just being so outward-minded that we betray our inward issues that um we want to avoid them rather than actually work on them actually confront them you know and uh because we're afraid to like i said we're not we're not i mean you know in places where we even can get some help that it's still there it's still people are very uncomfortable talking about a lot of these things. i mean i mean i mean even like this just the area of like sexuality for instance like we get, I think, a very superficial view, like in 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 our culture about it, like that that everything is, you know, uh, you know, as soon as you, you come into the into into puberty, it's like you're just this perfect, you know, oriented person, and that's not really that's as, as, as a dude, I can tell you that's not it's not right, it's not true, you know, like like the, it, to really channel in your energy in different areas, it requires discipline, it requires. Um, You not thinking of every person, every pretty girl you see is you know you're entitled to objectify them, you know. Uh, And I think there's deeper issues even within like spirituality where we don't know how to confront them. And I feel like we got to have open-minded conversations and open-hearted conversations more than anything. And it's because it's not just about being open-minded; it's about actually, let's what's what does the individual require to have a healthy relationship with their instincts, you know, and, um, I know that's kind of dicey ground, but that's, that's kind of area where I kind of want to explore more in my podcast. Like, cause I really want to, you know, I feel like we don't have tough conversations that are very sensitive, you know, and, uh, you know, and so, man, cause I, I, to me, I'm fat, I, I'm just left wanting with the way that we address a lot of, a lot of these, areas and we should have these conversations in love not in judgment or anything and uh you know I mean that's the only way forward is that we have to have a healthy relationship with our instincts and whether that's sometimes you know our instincts can be good but they also we can rely on them too much we can actually you know betray some you know some of these parts of us and just focus on these others and like you were saying like we push them down and then those roar back even more And before we know it, we're, you know, we're just, you know, we're riddled with just neurosis. (laughs) You know, it's my kind of my story is that like just processing all the stimuli, man. And, uh, you know, man, but the thing is that exercising yourself in the weakness, you have to learn how to do it effectively and learn how to cultivate your own joy and your own strength towards life. And it becomes then the domain of you finding yourself and really finding like your authority and who you are, you know? And, um, uh, but you know, you know, so that's kind of like a lot, kind of a lot of my views on things. I like to hear kind of your perspective on, um, you know, how you contrast or agree with some of the things that, that like, cause, 'cause I know like, you know, I wanted to get into that more in my podcast is the kind of like share, you know, I want to hear what you have to say as far as relating with what you've experienced, because I, you know, I'm anxious to hear, because uh, you're on your own mission, your own, uh, you know, your own thing, and so uh, I don't know, man. Like anything that I said, uh, you have any any sort of very strong agreements or disagreements or anything, or uh... yeah, uh,
1: that resonated with me uh, when you said having that we need to have, you know, kind of dig more and uh, like, you know, not be afraid of these tough discussions mm-hmm. because a lot. I mean. It's, people are gonna be sensitive. I don't want to force force them into it, but exactly what you're saying, yeah. open-minded, open-hearted, and just—I mean, the the mental health, thankfully, I think has become more, um, I guess, have like more of an awareness to the yeah. public since COVID. Yeah, since, since I live right by New York City, like it's it's just it's very populated. It's Um, there are a lot of places by me that weren't um, were like all booked because COVID has such like an impact Mm -hmm. and that's where people were having you know depression um, anxiety and also uh, how are they dealing with anxiety and depression and some like if we go back to OCD it was some of them was the coping mechanisms was the compulsions they were obsessing over things and that that was you know during quarantine and that's just being like stuck at home with no treatment and having these obsessions and compulsions Mm -hmm. i i can't imagine that so therapy Mm -hmm. and mental health awareness started to become more prevalent where i am but still it's open-minded open you know hearted, mm-hmm. um, accepting and, um, you know, just talk about the tough stuff. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. so one of the, one of the things also that you brought up that I really, really liked was when you said you need to talk about it more was about, oh, and you also mentioned spirituality. I think so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I'm a spiritual person. I think that sometimes I, I'm really not bashing religions or Anything like that, please don't think I am. Mm-hmm. But um, I think it's important to have discussions in churches too about it. Just, just you know, like hey, yeah, hey, this is a support groups. This, yeah. you know, maybe like or churches can call it connect groups or whatnot. Yeah, uh, for depression, for you know whatnot, because we're humans.
0: Yeah,
1: like, we have uh certain things like that.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. And you know, it's weird you know it's there's there there's a there's a, a part in in the good book that says you know that that god loves who who he chastises and i feel like you know we, we can be self-righteous and like sometimes in condemning the church but i think also when you look at the condition of the church and the condition of spirituality in america i do think it's a it's a form of love to so, to 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 criticize our um you know our slacking in the area of mental health you know we should be the bastions of 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 you know of mental fortitude and yet there's a lot of people that are more fearful than mm-hmm. than a lot of people i mean it's it's a, it's a that's the thing that i've learned about mass mindedness like like, like the the Undiscovered Self by Carl Jung like, transformed my life. I began to really immerse myself in that book several years back. And I, did, I found myself like compulsively just like reading it and reading it. And it was just to the point it's like a part of my DNA now. And it was weird. It was, it was like a prophetic preparation for seeing what, what we've seen in our, in our world. And I realized that you know, mass-mindedness can happen anywhere. And where we put more emphasis on the external than the internal. And uh and I feel like if, you know, when it comes to the area of spirituality, um that's almost spirituality to me in a nutshell, is that it's the importance of the internal elements of of, of a person. And uh I think too often it we're too comfortable with with the kind of it's just truisms, you know, with kind of proverbs or Wise statements, and yet we don't know how to truly individuate ourselves. I had to become a, a real, a real individual who is bursting at the seams with life. And I, honestly, man, like I've had the, I've had the hardest couple of years of my life, and I think a lot of people have. But I've just recently, I found, all of a sudden, I mean, something has released just a tremendous sense of joy. There's times where I've found myself alone, reading or thinking, or just meditating. I'll almost be in, in, in tears because I'm so happy that I'm so joyful of just experiencing myself come alive. And, and it's, I have, you know, honestly, it's, I've worked my way for a long time to really understand what it feels like to really, to, to really, to really love yourself, you know, to when we hear loving ourselves, that sounds so vain. And yet, like, it's like we have this, this, this habit of, of, judging self love in 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 a, in a negative light because we because most, most of the time we see we we see attempts of self love that are incorrect. You know, if I get a big bowl of ice cream or a big big thing, big thing of Ben and Jerry's or whatever and I, I'm just like I'm just shoveling ice cream like self love. It's like that's actually a form of self-hatred. You know, it's like if if to avoid parts of yourself and to focus on one area of your it's like imagine if your house is on fire okay and you just are like you know what i love my house so much i'm going to avoid the fire and i'm going to just go into the ha- parts of my house that that aren't on fire well it's you know sooner or later the whole thing's going to be on fire <laughs> you know and so yeah. you know trauma is like that pain is like that man we can only hold it into one area for a period of time before it, it really affects a lot of things and man, that's for me that was my whole teen years in a nutshell I mean, even my preteen years is that like is is having this in, this inner turmoil that I desperately did not want to. Uh, it was the thing that sh- that, sh- that that uh, should not be named. You know the Harry Potter reference. It was like the the thing that I didn't want to admit existed. You know, and it was it was the fundamental villain of my life. That uh, you know that honestly personified everything that I hated and everything that, that I didn't want to confront in in existence itself. And so I don't know, man. To this day, I mean you know, it's you know, we're all works in progress, but it's the fact that I've, I've i I've felt what, what it's like to begin to feel integrated, to feel connected, to feel sources of life flow into areas that I didn't fully know could exist. And and become the person that I think I always was meant to be, you know, and and allow myself to, to expand and develop that person you know that's to me that's like fun that's like you know man you know that's that's the ultimate joy of life is to become everything you 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 enjoy everything that makes you happy you are you know it's you know and so uh but I mean, that's why I, I'm such, I'm, I don't know, man, I'm, I'm such this, this this talkative buffoon. <laughs> it's because, like, I just have so much bursting through me that, like, this is how I've always wanted to see the world. I've always wanted to see the world in such a way that it gives me joy. I process people and 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 everything in a way that uh, just sees meaning in everything. And, you know, there's there, there can be a sadness, a weight with that. But I think that if we can blend our our quest for knowledge with our quest for joy and truth, sometimes what we learn, it can help us lift those burdens. So we're not just being arbitrarily sophisticated and and burdensome, but we're learning how to let truth alleviate uh, the chaos that's in us so that we're not arbitrarily dragging around burdens that are just, we don't, that we're never supposed to carry. And, you know, and so, you know, that's, that's part of the book that I'm working on right now. I'm, no one knows this yet, but you see so you're, you're getting a scoop, but I, you know, there's a lot of just little isms that have been for me lifelines. And so I'm working on a book right now called Lifelines, where it's just, it's just these these little statements that to me have been li- literally like the life-saving ropes that I've been able to, when I feel myself stepping into darkness and, and, and falling and, and free falling and, and feeling like things are out of control Sometimes just, just that little bit of truthism, that, that, that little bit of truism, we're going to call it, that little bit of, of uh, knowledge and perception that you've worked through that immediately sets you back in alignment to who you really are, you know? And, um, you know, a lot of it are things that, that people never told me. They're things that I've had to learn that pierce. It's... The thing about my OCD is that, like, that's how I am with seeking truth and seeking knowledge. Is that I, I don't, I don't stop until I find something that that, that makes me alive, you know. And uh, I don't, I don't, I, I can't stop digging until I found gold, and that gets me in trouble sometimes. But I just talked for like twenty minutes straight. I, 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 I'm glad to be here with you, man. And I, I again, I'm sorry for just, r- ra- r- you know, rambling on. But it, it's, uh, I. I mean, I, this is, this is, this is for me, like my, my, I don't know. I just love this. This is my domain, my, my, my normal environment. I have to like, I'm learning how to be a normal person. <laughs> Cause I, free it's like, I'll go out to a bar and I'm like, yeah, so t- tell me your top three, uh, tr- you know, life traumas, you know, what's the, you know, and, and it's, I got to like dumb things down with people and learn how to enjoy people for who they are. And, you know, and, you know, man, and for me, I. I'm trying to be able to enjoy anything and be unborable you know and uh, you know just just have, have a an outlook of joy with all this I don't want to be just just an intellectual because the world has enough of this I, I want ideas that really pierce our lives to release who we really are you know and to bring freedom you know man and so um, anyway period
1: that was great you had so many points I I I have I just was having this discussion the other day with someone and it was about one of my favorite philosophers is, is Seren Kierkegaard. Mm. And I don't know if you've ever heard yeah. of him, but he's, uh, he, one of his statements, he's talking about God. And one of the things I love about him is he's always asking questions. That's mm-hmm. why he likes Socrates. So he's asking these questions and it ha- this is in like terms of religion and he's at the end of it he says well I want to meet you know like my creator my maker or whatever mm-hmm. so it's just it's this I so then what was I saying to my friend I said I always want to know things and I think for the education like if it's just there's always something else to to learn
2: mm-hmm.
1: always, always something else to learn
2: mm-hmm.
1: and there's always things and that's why philosophy is so interesting all these questions i this is a little fun fact that's oh wait um mm-hmm. what i liked literally like how you're talking about uh procrastination mm-hmm. and that is exactly what i've been like i procrast or i have a coping mechanism in my own way which is kind of um making sure i'm always doing something mm-hmm. but it's not the thing that i have to do yeah so it's whether it's deciding to sign up for another philosophy course that i don't need to take or um just reading like two books but meanwhile i have to like <laughs> do these finances but it's just like on my free time like or even when i'm waiting for something like i have to do something in order to stop like these like if I feel like these obsessive thoughts are coming back again mm-hmm. in my head, it's it's just like I need to keep myself busy. To the mm-hmm. point where someone was like, what, what are you doing?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like, do, you have, do you have any time? And I was mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. Which, I like learning. Yeah. I love learning. Mm-hmm. So this is like an enjoyment for me. Like mm-hmm. I decided to pick up two languages. I, I, so then it, um, it's actually pretty fun. Uh, Dude, that's awesome, German, man. Yeah, so, uh, you know,
0: they're. What two, what two, what two uh, languages?
1: German and Russian, but I'm focusing on German right now because okay. I am. Alright, so I'm, I'm kind of. I'm going to preface this with saying, like, people that know me know I'm kind of like this goofy personality. Like, um, you know, I, I kind of have a sarcastic sense of humor <laughs> with people. When I was in high school, I wasn't the, I guess you could say, like, greatest or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, but then I, my GPA kept on going up and up until grad school, where I am now getting my master's in social work. So, then I love philosophy, theology, and religion.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And so, I was talking to my friend, who's a PhD candidate, and I said, you know what? I took some courses with Harvard, but they were like side courses. And I said, those were some of the courses I was taking to get my mind out of things. Mm -hmm. And I said, I'm going to apply to their School of Divinity program. Mm -hmm. And so at first he's kind of like, yeah, all right. But then he looked at like my resume, statement of purpose, um, all that. He said, you have like a good chance of getting it. Mm -hmm. And I know when you're looking at me and all this stuff and my goofiness um, I'm not this person you could see getting into a school like that but mm-hmm. um, and it fits in line with uh, what I want to do and everything's working out with that I don't yeah. know how <laughs> but it's somehow working out mm-hmm. so I the road to where I am now has not been easy mm-hmm. you know I started um, I started with community college, I love community college, mm-hmm. and then I just, I worked my way up to where I am now, with like, just, I'm not trying to brag, I, I just feel like I need to prove that I'm able to get, get it in there, you know, <laughs> yeah. people are just like, like what, mm-hmm. so like yeah, like 4.0, like I just have a lot of background experience, and yeah. stuff. I I think I have a really good chance, and so, where I'm getting with this is, um, how we were talking about care Guard and our um, things that we tend to do for coping mechanisms, mm-hmm. and we go and like read, and there's always something more to do, and that's yeah. how I kind of ended up in this situation where I said, "Yeah, let me apply." Yeah, let me, let me apply. You yeah, know? and uh, confidence—I've been trying to be a lot more confident mm-hmm. myself when I stopped myself to others, mm-hmm. I was like free.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: And then one other thing I'll say, uh, well two, and then I'll let you go back to 12. Years. Um <laughs> I liked how you were saying that you had to find out these things for yourself because it is was me too, you know? Mm-hmm. And um there's this quote from Saren Kiergaard um that I really like. So I'm kind of just gonna summarize it. He goes mm-hmm that brings me back to where you know like i am so it mm-hmm. says like can be only life can only be understood backwards it can't be understood forwards hmm. and i'm just like that makes so much sense yeah that makes so much sense and yeah. then there's this quote from um i think it's like the night of the museum or something like that with robin williams mm. and, he's, and at the end of it he's talking to ben Stiller. The you know, like, the character or whatever. Mm-hmm. And the character of Ben Stiller is like, I don't even know what I'm going to do tomorrow. And then the character of Robin Williams is like, how exciting. And I just thought that was so... Such such an interesting way to... I know it's this quote from a movie, but mm-hmm. I just thought, wow, you know, it, it really is a blessing. Mm-hmm. You have no idea what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah. No
0: idea. Yeah. It's funny how, like... Maybe. No, yeah, it's funny how, like... Miscellaneous th- like quotes or sayings or scenes in movies can like can just like hit an area that just resonate. and it, you may not even fully know why it just does, you know. And that's really kind of like, uh, you know, it which makes me realize, man, I feel like you know, because we're, we're both we both really love knowledge and love understanding and stuff. Let me, let me pl- plug my phone up real quick. Hold on, give me one second. No, yeah, so. I had a, when you were talking. I, I had to, I, think, I like these ideas that you know when you think of knowledge and you, we think of how infinite the universe is. Okay, it's like see this is gonna be this is gonna be a very very like this could be a very very arrogant statement. Okay, because but I want you to understand like the principle of it. Cause I think our approach to knowledge is sometimes we are so in tune with the vastness of everything. Hey, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. It, it, was, it was right out like an important part. And so, and it just and, yeah. so. so um, it was, uh, it was like a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. Okay. So, 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 so just check this out. Okay. So grasp this idea that you know we learn the alphabet right so we learn the capacity to 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 to, to read okay in some in some way if we learn the alphabet we learn every little, little nugget of of i guess metadata or whatever you want to call it or like small amount of 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 information by which we can construct larger pieces of information essentially if you know the alphabet you've read every book in the world okay now now in, in in some way in some dimension okay when we learn about life and stuff to me i, I like to see like knowledge is almost like we we are is, is this planet that we're on that many times knowledge isn't just we learn something from a to b we learn it from a to a we learn full circle that something connects us back to where we are and so the, the resolution and joy that knowledge gives us isn't just us going perpetually into the, in, the infinite reality of reality. You know, it's actually going so far somewhere that we end up back where we are. And we have this kind of wholeness within us that like knowledge is sort of a navigation of who we already are. So essentially self, I'm talking about self knowledge is that all knowledge is self knowledge So when you learn something, you're just not learning something, you know, as like, uh, you know, like, I don't know, attaching something to to, to your to your soul, you're actually exercising your soul to kind of awaken something that's already there, you know, and I think the trick about you were saying about um, the quote about we only can live life forwards and not backwards. That's where, to me the appeal of spirituality comes in because spirituality and I think even, you know, like, like, like Christianity, for instance, um, what's very, very unfortunate about our traditional kind of Christianity. The thing that makes it like awesome is like, it's really controversial, like, uh, element that sees God coming into like reality and and the, the spiritual dimension coming into the physical and, giving us this new dimension to, to work with. And when you were saying about um, understanding life from forwards or from backwards and instead of to me, like yeah. sp- spirituality is something where God wants to come in and actually we can understand life outside time almost. And so essentially there's this weird, and that's why people don't understand that. And because you can't understand it unless you actually experience it and the the kind of controversial elements of spiritual experience is, is the thing that I like to really emphasize on. Because, you know, every religion has its its, its, its truisms. Its, its, They're their own little overlaps and stuff. But, like, I mean, what's what's a real experience that changes you that really... Uh, and for me, I have very... I, I really have a low tolerance now for just superficial religious garbage. I mean, living in the South, I mean, there's a good... There is a very very good element to tradition and stuff, but my life story is that tradition's not good enough. Is that when when, when whenever the flood came, and all that that I had was my little tugboat of, uh, you know, uh, or a little little uh, canoe of uh, of whatever I was of whatever I learned as a child. Even though it it, it, it helped, it was it was a foundation. Ultimately self-knowledge understanding myself and having an, an experience with grace that allowed me to to not be afraid of my problems like to me that's when that's when i i i, I felt free to, to understand myself i felt better to uh and there's this whole weird mystery about when we experience god and the spiritual you know i'm not saying god is us or we're god and we're whatever you know i you know but there, we've been made in His image, and so when we see Him, we see ourselves, you know. Because we see the, when we see the Creator, we understand the creation. And so, um, you know, I tend to have very, very radical beliefs and radical kind of like cause I demand a lot from from things. I demand a lot from you know. It's not good enough to just have a theory and a formula. And then when, when life happens to you, you know, man, you're you know you know, you're, you know, up a creek, you know, and, and, and it, it's, you know, you're not really, to me, in my own experience, when I began to cultivate genuine spiritual experience and understanding, there's such a stability inside you that there's a, there's a certainty. And to me, like the utility of everything that we know is creating a certainty inside us. There's so much uncertainty in this world, you know, I don't know what's going to happen from, you know, the, the next 10 seconds from now you know but it's there's something that gets resolved and that's the source of our confidence there's a certainty that we have to be careful because it it can it can lead to an arrogance and and we see a lot of that in in our traditional religion where we we have enough security in kind of the skeleton of truth like the, the the structure of it but we don't have the function of the truth we don't have the function of that what does it look like to be an embodiment of truth, to function fully the way I was designed to function, you know, and to be, uh, you know, to, to, to feel like I'm I'm a conduit of, you know, of God, you know. And so to me, like having that sort of demand of on things is important. And I feel like I feel like too often we the, the nicety of, of it all, you know, we we. We're like, okay, uh, you know, we, we want to be good religious Christian people or spiritual people and realize that if you, like, have you read the Bible, like what that means, like, you know, like, 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 I mean, Christ was like crucified and like, I mean, you know, P- Paul was beheaded. There's all this insanity, crazy stuff that like you're the, the, yeah. the, the life that is really a spiritual life is a demanding life. And it's not demanding just to like suffer and into nihilism. Like Paul actually is writing, like like I can't wait to suffer, <laughs> you know. Like the I mean, dude, these past couple of years, there's been so I've I've had to bear so many bur- burdens in my own mental well being, and the thought of enjoying my burden, you know, in a healthy way is like almost insanity. And yet Paul says that if if you have a correct relationship with suffering and pain. It's something that is life giving, and that's like we're so busy trying to make church as comfortable as possible. We're trying to we're trying to have a comfort whatever, and it, and it's like the it's like if it's that you're it's like it, it, we should be meeting where it's, we should be able to meet where it's the most uncomfortable location possible, you know. And we may have to do that in the future sometime, some you know. But yeah, it's, so. it's you know, and I mean, it, and it, throughout history, we've you know, the, the people have had to do that. But there's this way that when when you really unlock some of the things that are inside you and you feel psychological healing, you you feel processes to you that you know that you know we 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 can always go back to some of our uh, natural dispositions in our body and how dude you know we it, it's 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 a process that every day we have to choose the path that you know that is releasing healing in us and, and, and joy and peace and it's, and it's it's a process but. Um, there's a confidence that comes with exercising yourself in a new perspective of spirituality that, that's much more demanding because, I mean, it it demanded all of God, but God is, he, he wants to fill us with, with everything that he has. And so we miss that. We think it's just one dimensional where you know, I, I got to deny myself and all this stuff realizing it's like, the reason why I need to deny, deny myself is because like, there's like, it's like driving like this, this car that's like broke down and can't, is barely driving and not driving much at all. And then having a Ferrari drive by, I need to de- deny myself because I need, need to leave this garbage behind, you know, to, to step into a new definition of who i am you know and 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 for me that's kind of like that's what i love about christianity but things that's not what people know about christianity for me christianity is is very very few people actually really understand it and uh that may sound very arrogant like i i'm placing more important knowledge on myself than other people but i just know that i've experimented enough with it to understand what doesn't work and what does work and there are some things with it that absolutely don't work that are incorrectly understood that if, and it's very, very popular, it's easy to just, you know, have a subculture of, of, of moralism and uh, condemnation of, of, of things and not a real, uh, v- you know, vibrant uh, quest for one's own eternal joy and one's own expression of life, one's own uh, fulfillment, One, you know, and so, um, so yeah, man, I, I kind of feel like there's a link between mental health and and spiritual health. And I, that's why I feel like that we have to use this crisis right now of mental health and everything to step into these deeper spiritual problems, because I think we've had it for a long time, you know, uh, you know, we've, we've really had, I mean, you can follow, you know, even through the, the reformation and stuff, man, we, you know, a lot of good things happened with that, but there were still things that were, that weren't right. And, and we've had to, you know, we don't have the correct tradition and standard, you know, in my opinion, and it requires our own experimentation and our own understanding that God gives us grace to be able to, um, experiment, you know, like, you know, and so I don't know where I was going with that, but it's important. That's why I like the, uh, it's it's a really it's a really interesting topic for me because I feel like Christianity is one of those things that everyone thinks they they understand it and they understand it in measure, but to me like the real the real power that's released in it the real power that for, in my own life that makes my own that's, that's that's brought healing in areas to me and brought such a confidence in me that. Uh, to me it's something that i've had to sort of take some risks and trust okay god i'm going to go here in this direction and i'm going to kind of do the indiana jones thing where you're kind of walking in the air you know and you take a step and because you feel like something in you is moving and instead of looking outside you for guidance something's moving inside you you're you're like okay i think i need to move in this other area and, and allow something to flow within me, and and then and you're like, whoa, okay, I, and and you know, I feel like our growth is taking one foot in front of the other. Like we're we're kind of in a cave, and we just can see right in front of us with our torch, you know. And we get, we got to just keep 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 on keeping on as we learn things and stuff, man. But uh, mm-hmm. another an, another uh, long sol- sol- soliloquy, man. I, once once I get rolling, it's hard to stop, man. So you're like perfect fodder for my Canon, you know,
1: <laughs> no, I love it. I was actually just looking at something. Someone, I didn't, I didn't know that people could do this. Mm-hmm. So let's go see. So I clicked on something. Oh, okay. So there is someone that wrote like a question mm-hmm. and you can do that. So the question was mistake. Um, the, the church made was to partner with the government it caused the government to politicize it. Mm. Oh, how I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, we're going back to, yeah. you know, the, like, well, yeah. all well, Catholic times. Uh, yeah. God, people using the Bible as power
0: yeah. was just a way of ruling people. Yeah. You know? So, oh, yeah,
1: boy, this was great. That, I feel bad if this person isn't in here anymore, but
0: I know That, that, so- that, well, you know, you think about it you know christianity the original like it was one of the really only fundamental revolutions we've ever had I mean, it started started with like they really started with one person but it started with you know 12 you know and uh and honestly it was like a grassroots thing it was really it was something that you know when you really think about it like it never was a, it never had in mind taking over the, the world, taking over governments. And I feel like that was, that was a, a problem that, that we weren't prepared to deal with effectively. And I feel like, um, you know, it's weird. You can actually read, uh, in the book of Revelation, there's a, uh, there's letters to the churches that John writes to. And, uh, you know, um, and do they're I mean they're hardcore. It is it's basically saying like this isn't heading in the right direction, you know, like you know, we have we're very nostalgic thinking oh, like old times everything was good. I mean, we got Paul getting his head chopped off, we're getting Peter hung, you know, whatever crucified, and you know, I think I've heard the story that John was boiled alive and miraculously survived and was banished to the Isle of Patmos, Patmos or whatever, and uh believe that's where he wrote the book of Revelation and uh but it's like, you know, it's one of, the, one of those, it's very sobering because you realize that the, the history of, of Christianity in lots of ways, I th- this is just a theory I've been working with, but really went through the, the, the churches he wrote to. Those were the, the hubs of Christianity but that, that he basically was saying, we have major issues. And I feel like when you look at history, you see from the church fathers and everything, things really slowly go out of control. And it really requires, um, you know, it really requires a lot of bold thinkers and, and leaders to kind of maintain, you know, the, the, the thing to kind of go on. But by then, so much, um, it got watered down to the point that, I mean, I mean, dude, you, people can blame Christianity for, for, for burning witches and stuff, you know. You know, the scripture about, you know, you know, like, you know, whatever. And so it's one of those things where uh, there's something fundamentally wrong with human nature. We, we we go wrong in such an easy way. And it's really, it's it's really fascinating. You know, it's, it's very fascinating to see how civilizations just, just implode and how, and it's, it's very, it, you know, I think it's a very, uh, people want to always pick and choose that, like. You know Hitler was a Christian and Stalin was an atheist and it's like dude they're all people and I I don't think Hitler was ever a Christian by the way but like people will point to all these labels we put on ourselves and when it comes down to it we're all humans we're all screwed in some ways you know we're all got issues and yeah. we mask ourselves with with all of these little ways of of making our 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 corruption look neat and uh, we don't really we don't really know how to navigate you know our our own corruption and and and, and so in and and, and and unfortunately in the postmodern era we've and this is the problem that i think that, that christianity gave us at the turn of the 20th century i think nietzsche even talked about this that like christianity gave everyone such a thirst for truth that it when it, it didn't prepare yeah prepare itself yeah. for like the scientific revolution where all of a sudden there was this conflict of a, you know, and, you know, there's a lot that could be said about that. Like, I feel, I feel like we still, we have such a simplistic view of history. We want to like put people in groups and stuff and, you know, it's, you know, Christianity kind of ber- helped birth the scientific re- revolution, you know? Uh, but it's one at the turn of the century, there's such, there such, a, such a thirst for truth that, a dysfunctional church that couldn't, that couldn't preserve the real power of, of what, what, I guess Jung would call myth, you know, the, the, the real, uh, mysticism that captures the human soul because it lost that it, it, it made their do- the doctrines and everything just so rigid. And even now that's still pervasive in the church that we're, uh, you know, in, in traditional re- religion, it's that everything's about doctrine. Everything's about, okay, it's, it's all, and both me and you know what it's like to to, to feel that way intimately, you know, when it comes to, to our own compulsions or, or whatever. And yet we can see that within groups where we all want to control. And, and it's, I think we have a, a certain special insight into that instinct that, Most people aren't willing to address. We have to address it because it's it's been so out of whack. But everyone has that instinct and everyone has that ability to allow that to corrupt their lives and to corrupt their motives and and everything. And uh, it's unfortunate that, you know, that I think the church didn't know how to... We got away from, uh, I think, knowing how to navigate our darker areas and we got more into... uh, you know, into a superficial, you know, moralistic belief system, and uh, not realizing that, you know, you have to be transformed in in to in order to really have a, um, you know, a view of fulfilling moral principles with joy. You know, is, is the commandment about love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and soul and mind and strength and stuff. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, man, it's that that's. uh that's that's a tall order. The, that's the only way we can actually fulfill anything is that we 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 want to do good, you know. We yeah. and for the right reason, you know. And so, uh, so man, I don't know. I don't. I forgot where I was going with that. But like, you know. No, oh, I love I
1: hmm. love the discussion. That's, I, think, I think just um we gotta have stuff like
0: this. Yeah, absolutely. So, you
1: know, I mean. A lot of people like, like my, they don't really like to kind of just sit down and talk about this, uh, and so it's it's pretty cool. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what? What is funny about that, though, and this is this has been very difficult for me because you know I know when it comes to. I've been able to witness a lot of very, very simplistic um, thoughts on love within the church as far as like uh, pursuing relationships and stuff. And yet it's, it's difficult because sometimes I'll find someone who's, who's not a Christian but has a very organic uh desire for wholeness and for mental health and you know what it's like i can see there's 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 like they're more spiritually open than like a believer you know you know yes. it, you know and it's and it's difficult because then but then like everyone t- like will tell you that like okay you know you should you should seek a you know a relationship with with the believer and stuff and yet you're more compatible with someone who's not who's sincere in what they're doing and someone who's insincere. And then, you know, I, th- I think we all have to hold our boundaries and we all, got, you know, don't need to lose hope or whatever for our, you know, whatever. But it's a problem that we haven't been able to address effectively. And I feel like a lot of people, uh, I feel like we have a lot of oversimplified, um, you know, just ideas about you know, about, uh, about that. And I feel like the good news though, what, what I was meaning to say about that is that the good news is that I think our society with things that have broken so bad in, in a lot of areas, a lot of people are hurting so much that there is a thirst for genuine, uh, uh truth and understanding. And I think those people that, that are, that are seeking wholeness and are seeking mental health, those are the people that are really good ground for, genuinely experience experiencing spiritual things you know and, and uh it's difficult though because i feel like our number one of our big duties is to, is is to be a reflection of something really new and to step away kind of from the uh i think what people would feel like is the sort of repressive uh, subculture you know that, that that just you know sometimes you get around a, a religious person who's, you know and it, it just feels like you want to get away from them because it's just like i, I just i don't feel like oh, i'm being uplifted they're just they're just they're very like doing things yeah the yeah and there's just not like a deeper person there you know and and i you know i say religious just kind of broad but you know then you'll meet the real deal and it's someone who you're just like you know, this is. I want to be like this person. You know, like this is a person who's really. Uh, I don't know, man. They're 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 a more multi dimensional person. They're more present. They're more, and it's and it's and it's and it's and it's awesome. You know, and it's. Uh, I don't know, man. I feel like there's such a huge difference between the two types of people, and yet we all put it into one classification. And I, it's very difficult to you know, to kind of appeal, to try to solve the question of mental health and the a lot of elements with that, with, 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 spiritual health, when you bring them to the, to like, you know, I don't know, it's like bringing someone to the hospital where there's sick people everywhere, you know, it's like a, you know, it's like how can we reform the way that we do things? And that's why i mean I'm, I'm a radical individualist. I feel like we all have to be on our own mission wherever we are to sort of recreate the, the intimacy and we have to sort of look at things new and kind of rebuild the way that we define spirituality and, and the church and things. And, and, uh, you know, that's, that's just, that's, that's what I'm trying to do, man. Like, and I, again, man, and I, and I, I know, I know I'm not like, I don't have all, all my stuff together. I'm not perfect, but for me, I just, I see things in such detail that I'd much rather, I'd much rather kind of be, quasi dysfunctional but be kind of like a genuine reflection of what I'm trying to aspire to you know and and rather than try to just preser- try to be the, this this locked up you know re- religious person who's just keeping the status quo because because I just know for myself that's not good enough to heal people's pain in what's happening in the world right now and we need we need bold thinkers people that are there and bold just bold livers not livers people that live <laughs> you know people that actually you know, and that doesn't mean that you like are are preaching all the time it just means that you're finding out what makes you alive then people actually want to have a conversation with you about things because you're actually something's different you know and uh you know man so it's i don't know man that's kind of uh i think we have a lot of work to do but man we're just Got to put one foot in front of the other with 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 what we do. Put thought into it and and really just be present with some of the you know I put a lot of value on, on weird thoughts and stuff, man. People just need people that are present. Honestly, people just, there's you know you can only give someone so so many nuggets of truth and their head explodes. And it's like it comes down to the human heart of just being able to have conversations and and to say hey man like there's just simple things that people need to hear. It doesn't have to be profound. It can just be, hey, you know what? I was just thinking about. There's so many people out there that might just need some encouragement, and I just want to say that, you know, if that's you, I'm I'm thinking about you and let you know that, you know, man, you, you problems may seem insurmountable, but life always has more to offer than than what you th- can think or feel in your pain. And you gotta see through it and just trust that, man, if you if you can, not be defined by your opposition and just hold on to hope that, man. You yes, can, you can, yeah, man. So, uh, we can, you know, we can really find life wherever we are, even if we feel in absolute darkness. And that's, that's where all, the light is best seen in absolute darkness, you know? Darkness,
1: yeah. No. The light is seen, you know, without,
0: uh, um, yeah, I mean,
1: it just see light like it, would be, it would be dark. Yeah. Yeah. So, thank you. I, what is, what is exactly that quote? Uh, goodness, why am I blanking on it? Without without dark, there would be no enlightenment
0: or yeah. something. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I know yeah. I, I probably just like, have overwhelmed you with, with words. No.
1: <laughs> you're good. Seriously, I love having these discussions with you. I was really, really happy. I honestly
2: mm-hmm. just love listening. Mm-hmm. Um, well, no, I, yeah. I
1: mean.
0: I get, dude. It's, I'm so enthusiastic about this stuff that I don't know where to stop. You know, it's like uh, that's that that is a challenge I'm learning. Is that when you're so in tune with like your own reality, and you're in this flow, you got to realize that the rest of the world isn't isn't in sync with that. You know, and it, it's a blessing to have someone who, who who enjoys that. You know, when you're talking to, but you know, man, it is something that that I have to like. You know, got to realize that, man. You know, be discerning. And I guess, I guess, you know, man, I, I feel that for me. I feel like I feel like a presence that helps pull out what, what I have to say. And so, man, I feel like I'm allowed to, like, just, yeah. you know, ran on. But Thanks. I, but I do have, like, that, that part of me that, that is, like, I realize I'm not the only person alive that has good things to say, you know? So, yeah. You know. No, you're, you
1: definitely, I definitely appreciate it. Mm-hmm. and I, I seriously appreciate you. Mm -hmm. I am sorry. I do have to go Mm because I don't know if you know this. I'm a I'm a social worker now.
0: Oh really? Fantastic man. I
1: think the last time we talked, I wasn't.
0: Oh yeah, dude.
1: Um, I have to do some fun financial reports. Oh yeah. And and get that in. Yeah. There's a there's um there's like a time a time zone difference, right? I think I'm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, no, man. I feel you, dude. You know, no, I, man. You know, this has been a good. This has been a good chat, and so, man. You know, let's do this again, man. I think we have a good flow. You know, man. And I feel like, uh, you know, man. There's things that I say that as we're talking, I'm like, I gotta go back and, and, and listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. the things that you say too, and everything, you know, man. And, and so let's uh let's lose again soon i and yeah i'll be posting our podcast episode either probably next week i I think i'm gonna go ahead and get it in line but my ocd life podcast is is the podcast that i do just just started this past year but i want to really explore a lot of these more bold ideas and i've been having a lot of guests on but i really want to have i want to do storytelling but also just want to do a lot of this where i just turn on you know, I don't know, it's good for me to have people on where I can feed off their energy, you know. Man, but uh, you know, I really want to communicate a lot of these bold ideas and get us thinking differently about everything. Like, it just to me, reality is so fascinating and interesting that I feel like uh, we have to l- learn that, then there's so many cool ways of thinking that release life that are available to us, and it just you know, it's uh, it's just cool to have people that bring us that bring that out of us. And so you're a fantastic guest. And, man, uh, yeah, dude. So My OCD Live podcast. And that'll be our, the next episode. It'll be posted next. You can find it on YouTube on the Joshua Stephen Ward channel. But there's, I, I think I'm, My OCD Live is on Spotify and all the other formats and stuff. So, um, but yeah, man. Thank you for having me, dude. And I, uh, I call everyone dude, so. <laughs> right. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, talk, I'll talk
1: to you later. Mm-hmm. And- this, and then uh, we'll
0: schedule another one to just talk about whatever. Yeah, absolutely, man. It'd be good to even ha- try out like themes just to see if I can stay on topic about something. <laughs> you know, so
2: you pick the next one.
0: Okay, cool, man. Sounds good. Sounds good. Well, you let's, let's stay in touch, man. And I'll uh yeah, I'll, I'll talk to you soon. Okay, Raquel. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.